This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, Husker Rewind, every Sunday, 5 to 7. So we all we all have our beefs with sports bar. Maybe we don't. Um, but one of my big beefs of sports bars, and this happens, it's happened for years in sports bars. I think they started somewhere around 1980, somewhere. I mean, when they found out they could do, like, the NFL ticket, and you could have every game on TV, sports bars just kind of blew up. There are always sports bars that existed, but they become much became much more prevalent, I think, in the 80s because of the NFL um, and the fact that you had every game televised. It used to be you'd come home after church and there were two games and that was it. That was all you got for the entire world of the NFL. So they kind of exploded. But what I've noticed about sports bars, and this has happened to me all of my sports watching career, I'll go into the bar and I'll say, hey, could you uh, turn on the Nebraska Creighton game? They go, uh, what channel's that? Well, I think it's ESPNU. Uh, oh, we don't have that. No, I, I know you have it. I was here the other night, and I, and I saw the, a different game, but it was on ESPNU, and I know you have it. Well, we don't have it. Uh, well, could you just do me a favor and maybe check and see that if, oh, yeah, we have ESPN. I'm stunned. The people that work at a sports bar, and it's to no fault of their own, in many cases, they're there to do a job. But in many cases, they haven't been trained that, hey, these are games that you might want to watch for tonight. Nebraska Creighton would be a big one. Or, yeah, it, for some Nebraska basketball fans, it's not a big one because you always lose that game. But And I understand why it's not as a big of a deal to me or to others as it is to me. But it drives me crazy when I go into a sports bar and I know a game is on and they don't. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and this happened to me a while ago. And we won't name it. The reason we bring this up is because this happened to Tom on Saturday. Yeah, it, hap- it happened to me on Saturday. I and said, could you turn on the Nebraska game? Nebraska-Oregon State basketball. They're playing Oregon State. I think it's on the Peacock Network. And they said, um, really? And in that case, they were just saying, really? That's kind of cool. We should put that on. <laughs> I think I think we get the Peacock Network. Um, and, and they did. And they were really nice. But it's just like one of those things that maybe the owner could say, hey, watch out for these games tonight. Well, uh, if you're a sports bar owner in Lincoln or Omaha, owner and or manager, and you don't have the entire Nebraska athletic schedule for every sport and when they're televised, where they're televised, where they're streamed somewhere. Yeah, because I was surprised. It's a football Saturday and every game in college football is going on. And I wanted to watch the Iowa-Illinois game. But I also, in, in the other corner, wanted to watch the Nebraska versus Oregon State basketball game. Um, but in some cases, I think they just turn on games without really thinking about who we're serving as the clientele. Exactly. So I go into a local bar. This has been a while ago. And I walked in and I said, can you put on the Nebraska basketball game? And the waitress says, no. Our manager said we're not putting it on. And I what? said, yes. I said, can what? I talk to the manager? And so the manager comes over and I said, I'm just kind of curious. I would like to watch the Nebraska basketball game. And she goes, well, if you wanted to watch it, you probably should have bought a ticket and gone to it. <laughs> and I go, excuse me. And well, she, she goes, does have a point. She goes, the only people that want to watch Nebraska basketball are either at the game or they're at the game because nobody wants to watch Nebraska basketball. I actually prefer sometimes and, to watch games. And then TV. she goes, I hate them. I hate Nebraska basketball. <laughs> We're not putting it on. 
Wow. And I said, okay, have a nice day. <laughs> I've actually, I've actually, and, gotten, and a group of eight of us got up and left. That's fun. That's not really that. Fun. It's kind of funny. Uh, I, I've this has happened to me. I've gone into a sports bar, and then I'll look up, and there's Wheel of Fortune or something like that. Uh, somebody just forgot to turn the, the TV. The funny thing with that manager, um, little does she know, or did she know at the time? She found out uh, not too long after that when I called the owner. And I said, you may want to have a chat with your manager, Rebecca. And he goes, why? And I told him. And he goes, do you guys, he goes, do you guys want to come back down and watch the second half? I said, nope. That's funny. I, I'm not going to put them on because I hate them. Yep. I, I hate those guys. Um, how would you grade, grade year number one of Matt Rule? Three weeks ago, you might have given a different grade than you're giving now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but if they get to six, I think the grade is dramatically better. If they don't get to six, it's still a passing grade. Um, I do. I think they made a big mistake on the quarterbacks that they chose, all three of them. Uh, and I think at some point these guys could pan out. Harburg could pan out. Maybe not a quarterback, maybe a tight end or something like that. I think Purdy, there's definitely potential there. Jeff Sims, I've seen maybe a little too much uh, turnover. I mean, he's, he's a walking turnover. Um I'm not being mean. It's just true. He has a lot of turnovers, so it's hard for me to trust him. Um, but that's one thing I think in year number one, it's important for a coach to get right is probably your coordinators. And I'm still skeptical about Marcus Satterfield and then your quarterbacks. Um, pretty looked pretty good. In fact, better than anybody I've seen this year. Harburg's had some moments where he's looked really good, especially running the option. Um, but overall, if you were to give the quarterbacks a grade, it might be the same as, Matt Rule to some extent because they're kind of tied at the hip. I I I don't know. I would I would give the quarterbacks a little bit better grade than I would outside of Jeff Sims than I would the staff. Wait a minute, they're responsible going into that game. In fact, even after that game, now they're one more turnover. Twenty three of the twenty eight turnovers are from the quarterbacks. No, I get it. Um, but at the same time, I keep going back to this. The coach's job is to put the players in position to be successful. And it, it just doesn't seem like that's happened on an overly consistent basis. They, they do a lot of times, but there's just some other times that they, I don't believe they have. The way that they manage the end of halves and the end of the game is befuddling to me. And it, it's magnified because Nebraska is going to be in close games. But just compare them to the team that they're going to play this week. I was in more close games even than Nebraska, really. Yeah, and they always win them. Yeah, they're nine and two. And why do they win them? They, I, I always say, Iowa basically bores you to death. Uh, they don't ever make a mistake. They don't ever make an explosive play, unless it's a, you know, Cooper DeGene return or a block kick or, um, well, but that's a, a punt the, return, something like that's that. That's the thing. They're special teams. You've got a you've got a guy that just has it as far as being able to make plays that that are game changing. Um, I.e. Cooper DeGene with a punt who, return who will not be available. He will not is not available. And that's the other thing too. Iowa versus Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten title game. The only chance they have that Iowa has in any capacity in that game is if he is available. And from what there will, and it's not much coming out of Iowa City about what's uh, wrong with him. I don't know that he's going to be available. Until the bowl game at the earliest. So your grade wouldn't change if Matt Rule wins this week versus what it is now? Um, unless I see, I mean, if we see the same situation arise, 
late game. Uh, Nebraska's got an opportunity to to win the game, tie the game, whatever it is. And well, con- you know they con- will because con- that's the conventional theme to every game. conventional wisdom says you're down by three. Field goal is the last resort. Yeah. Go win the game, and they play for a field goal. Then yeah, that's probably going to not change my grade. Right. Flip side, if they are aggressive and they make plays and they go score a touchdown and win the game, yeah, that would change the grade. Well, but but, but I mean, it, it's when you factor everything in, though. I think you're going to be surprised it, at my is your grade. Current grade passing? Yeah, and I think you're going to be surprised. Okay. My current grade is actually probably just a straight solid C, a 2.0 GPA, just enough to still be eligible to play. Um, but I, because they've been handcuffed with so many. Bad things right. from an injury standpoint. Which is why I would give them maybe a little bit better grade, the whole staff and, and Matt Rule in particular. I'd go B minus. Uh, and I said this to be, you before the show. It's the first staff that at least I can remember they did what they said they were going to do and they have an identity. You may not love the identity, it's a turnover prone identity, but it's also uh, one of the things they said they were going to do is run the football and stop the run. They've done those two things to the point where they're the best running team in the Big Ten, and I think they're the second best rushing defense in the Big Ten. Um, We've always said, hey, man, with that formula, if you could just stop the turnovers, not have five of them every game, you'd win the game. Now, this week, they didn't really have any. They had one on the very last play. Um, And if you would have told me that before the game, that Nebraska... Uh, lost 24 to 17. They didn't have any turnovers, and that pretty played like that. I would have said they won the game. Um, but it came down to coaching management. And for two, the same, the same players, too. I mean, we always say these movies end the same way. Uh, you even had the same actors, really. Uh, Purdy last week against Maryland, same scenario. In this case, drives them 90 yards, basically, gets them within a field goal, and if you make the field goal, you have a chance to win the game. Different scenario to this week where you just have a chance to tie the game, but you could win the game with a touchdown. So I think the aggressiveness to a lot of Husker fans would have made more sense this week than last week. And they weren't aggressive. (laughs) They mismanaged the end of that second half and the end of the game crazy. I mean, it was really... Again, the end of the first half. Yeah, they waste six. There's 20 seconds to go. You have a first down and ten. The clock has stopped. Run up and spike it with 19 yeah. seconds left, or call one of your two remaining timeouts. You get a no. You, you get waste field goal. six seconds. You get a field goal there. You win the game. Uh, and maybe you get a little closer if you manage the clock correctly. Uh, maybe it's a chip shot extra point type field goal, and then you have one to end the game. But this is a chip shot extra point yeah, type field goal. I, you just I don't know. Um, Again, and and, and it, we're, I, I would give them a passing. I would say B minus. At least I see an identity. Well, I, I which see, I never saw under Frost. No, I see improvement across the board, outside of quarterback play. That I mean, they, they picked the wrong guy. I, it it is what it is. Yeah. They went in the portal. They they had a guy here that I don't think they should have gone to the portal. Sometimes it, happens in free agency. I like. I literally thought if they were going to go get a quarterback in the portal, uh it was going to wind up being a guy that was a a, a, a freshman four-star that yeah. didn't get a fair shake somewhere that was going to come in and maybe be your guy of the future. I didn't think they were going to go out and get a starting quarterback because they had one here that was pretty damn good. Yeah. And, and, and Casey Thompson. And, and I feel bad for him because, you know, he winds up and he, he blatantly said it. 
I didn't want to leave Nebraska. So in other words, you don't got to read between the lines. He was told you will not play. Of course, he ended up getting injured, and who knows, he wouldn't have gotten injured here. I I get it, but at the same time, when when he makes that comment publicly, you know, I I just I thought Casey was the the (laughs) the guts that he showed to play with the injuries he had. I thought he was a guy that, from what we heard about what the offense was going to be, it's more run heavy than I thought it was going to be with the quarterback. Yeah. And if that's what they wanted to do, I I agree. Casey may not have been the guy, but at the same time, if you're going to throw the ball 25 times a game, like 65 plays, 25 yeah. run or 25 pass and 40 run, just give the ball to your stable of running backs because you had four of them that are pretty damn good. Yeah. You would have had five if AJ Allen would have stuck around and don't run Casey Thompson 19 times a game. Him. And I like I genuinely think Casey Thompson, had, had he avoided injury, would have been really, really good for Nebraska this year. Yeah. Well, I I give Matt Rule again a, a B minus. You're a little more harsh. C plus. You said. Well, yes. Yeah, it's, it's just um, I, I'm going to say it's a solid C. I mean, it's but it could I, there's so a, many things that improved. The player development is really good. If they make a bowl game for me, it's a B plus. It goes from a B minus to a B plus because uh, beating Iowa is such a huge deal around here. Uh, we all remember how Nebraska felt once they won. The trophy. <laughs> I know it's one of those trophy games that Nebraska is not very good in trophy games, something like four and fourteen since they joined the Big Ten. Uh, but here's another one. They didn't win the Freedom Trophy against Wisconsin. Not that I really cared about the fact that they're one eleven one and eleven. I think I was actually become the bigger rival for me um than Wisconsin. Um, but that's a game they should have won. I think I, I put it on the coaches. So even though I do put it on the coaches. In fact, the last two losses, I think more of the coaches than the players. I still think that uh, Matt Rule and his staff are on the right track. Um, Let's get to break. Come back with Tanya Taki of uh, Nebraska One. She's the head coach there. One of the great uh, middle blockers in Nebraska volleyball history as well. Nebraska, Big Ten champions. Undisputed. uh, Because they beat Iowa today and Wisconsin lost this weekend to Purdue. So, John Cook has said it. Uh, it's harder winning a Big Ten championship than a national title. Is that true? We'll ask uh, Tanya Taki that uh, next.